There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. It's only 72 sleeps to Christmas. I know, I know, I know. 72 sleeps to Christmas. I see a picture actually down at Brown Thomas. Have they got their Christmas shop open and the decorations up? And I think that's lovely to see. And I think it's lovely to see the groceries, the Christmas groceries. I think it's lovely to see the boxes of sweets and all the packets of Stalin. God, Stalin. And Christmas. I love it. So don't be telling me it's too early. No, it's not. It's never too early. But how would you handle money in the run up to Christmas? Are you one of these people that struggles with money? If it's in your pocket, will it be spent before? Before tea time. Or can you manage, can you budget your money? Santis O'Gara had problems with money uh, back in 2018-2019. And Santis, you cleared them. And, and now you teach people how to clear their problems with money. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. Take me back to 2018-2019. You had built up some debts. doesn't actually matter how, but you had. And, and you, you needed to get them under control. Yeah, um, I built up quite a lot of debt um, and it, it should actually matter how maybe. Um, I was just frivolous. Um, I earned the money and I had this attitude where, you know, money, money was burning a hole in my pocket. I had no respect for it, you know. Right. I was in the payday to payday cycle where I know a lot of people would actually know about this, where you get paid. And you spend the money and, you know, the middle of the next week or the middle of the month, you're literally going, where where did that money go? Yes. And you just, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, there was no plan. Mm. And, I and you were well paid, it. so it wasn't down to that. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I was working in the bookies and, you know, I was, I was a manager. I was getting the money in and... I just thought, I just viewed it as, you know, as getting good money and I work hard and that'll always be, that'll, that'll be okay for me. Yeah. You know, no matter what I did, I'll always come true because I'm a hard worker and that's, that's the end of it. That's, that's as far as I knew how to deal with money. So what, but, what was the, was there something then that gave you a message, Crikey, you need to, you need to bring this under control. Did something happen? My, Children being a single mom, to cut um, a long story short, and I looked, I looked around. I wasn't earning as much as I, I did. My savings, I had a little bit of savings for when I had the kids, but I had them back to back. So the savings for the first child kind of wiped everything out. And I was a single parent. I was on. I had no clue of anything. 
And I was my job only paid half maternity leave, so I was on the state payment. I was paying for a mortgage then, and I had just so many loan payments, and I just felt overwhelmed. Mm. Um, I, you know, the money was coming in, and all I was thinking about was if I paid that one, then I won't have to pay this one, and if I paid this one, I won't have to pay this one, and maybe I could put this off for a few weeks. And it was just a cycle of madness. I'm talking to Santis O'Garo. She's a budget coach. She had a decent job. She had decent money. She was just spending too much. And she came into a point in her life with two young kids. And the finance dried up a little bit. She had to get it under control. And she did. And now she teaches people how to do it. So so things were getting on top of you a small bit. Yeah. And you, you decided that you had to take action. I had to take action. Um, I just knew that going down this trail of thoughts, the way I was going all the time, this spiral, um, it just wasn't healthy, you know? Yeah. It, it, it wasn't healthy at all. And, you know, that's what one thing I speak about is when you know you're financially unwell, it's that money takes up, you know, 70% of your, 90% of your thinking. You can't focus straight. Everything, every decision is made around that. And it really was the case for me. And I knew I just, it wasn't fair on my kids. And I knew I just had to try and get out of it the best way I could. It's a tough place to be. Yeah. uh, Even talking to you now and going back there, it really is, um, it was probably the lowest point in my life, if I'm being honest. Um, Just knowing that you have two kids to feed. And you got yourself into such a situation that you can't. And I'm, I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna say, oh, do you know, it, it was by accident or something happened. It was ha- a habit that I just didn't know anything about money, and I just thought I'll always be okay. Mm. And it was, a, it was a lesson. It was a lesson that I've learned, and now I just try and share so other people can literally not fall into the footsteps, not fall into my footsteps, you know. So what kind of things did you do or did you start to do? Um, I started to budget. I started to budget. But before that, I literally was looking. I was like, how do you pay off debt? What do you need to do? You know, I was on YouTube. I was on Google. I was looking everywhere. Or the Mm. Google, as my mom says. Um, I was looking everywhere to see how to pay off these debts. And um, I, I just discovered a budget because we learned about it in school, but it didn't. It was a household budget, and sure, I was 15 when I learned about that in school. I, w- I wasn't managing a house, you know? <laughs> so by the time, I just always thought a budget was for boring people, and, <laughs> you know, I just thought, oh, you'd be tight like if you're on a budget. Yeah, and you had, like, you had good money and a decent job, yeah, and everything was yeah. fine until it wasn't, and then you realized, yeah. oh, Cranky, I should have been holding on to some of that. Yeah, I should have known. Yeah, and I, I should have, what can I do now to catch up? So I literally started looking at my money. And by that time, I was getting back. By the time I started budgeting, I was going back to work then. Right. And I was looking at everything. I was paying now two child minors just to go to work. You know, it was the case. I know a lot of people are in that situation right now. But I started looking at my money and where it was going. And that's exactly what a budget is. It's just a tool and it tells your money where to go and it shows you where your money is going. So I started looking and I was like, okay, I things are a bit hard. Things are really hard here, but can I cut back on my food shop? 
I'm spending a lot on my food shop and I think I could make cuts. I need to start cooking from scratch at home more. Um, I didn't get takeaways or anything, so it's not like I was frivolous with the food, but my food shop went down from 120 to 70 straight away. As soon as I looked, that was 50 euro that I can pay Crikey. towards debt. Yes, yeah, straight away um, by just minding. Then I started saying, okay, I'm not going to waste any food. I'm not throwing anything in the bin. Um, and it was the case of if you did a roast chicken on a Sunday, that was a chicken curry or that was fajitas. That was three days. I was getting a soup out of it for the kids. And to be honest, my son actually loves... Um, chicken soup now little does he know where that came from <laughs> that's his favorite meal um but that chicken isn't going in the bin you know that's five euro that's lasting me three days three meals yeah yeah you know and they're simple and things really simple things and i started looking at my triggers as well what was true i'm a natural spender and I'm not just for me, if I got a bonus in work, the first thing I would do is hear to my mom and dad, oh, go and buy yourself a drink on me. You know, I'd be so proud of myself. Mm. And I kind of would like everybody to share in it. And I thought that was the way, but I should have been paying my debt. I should, you know, like those other things that money could have been going to mm-hmm. instead of being seen as being successful out, outwardly when really behind closed doors. And that was all that caught up with me. So any little money that was coming in then, I was just looking at ways of paying off my debts. And I literally just focused on the lowest debt that I had. You know, a lot of people would say, go interest first, but I needed motivation to keep going. So I started the lowest debt. And once I realized, oh my God, because I saved on my food shop, because I told my friend to meet me at home instead of going for a coffee, you know, all those little steps, I'm able to put that extra bit of money towards my debt. And I'm after clearing off, okay, it was 500 euro, but I cleared that off. Maybe it can go for the next one. And it became like a snowball. You know, the extra money that I made was just going off the debt. And I started sharing it on Instagram and people were just, they just loved it. They were like, they were rallying behind me, the whole of Ireland. And, and I'm guessing, Santis, that when that first one was gone, yeah. there was a fantastic sense of, wow, let's the go again. instant gratification that I got, I usually got from spending, I was getting that from paying off my debt. I was literally so proud of myself, getting a bit of confidence back in myself. And even as for being a mother, you know, I was like, I, I, I can't do this. You know, I, I, I'm actually doing this now. I'm prioritizing myself. I'm prioritizing my children's future. And I'm, I'm starting to grow up. And you know what? I don't feel one bit boring. <laughs> like, I know. I know. I'm just listening to you talk. I think boring is the last thing you would ever be. <laughs> you sound like someone with a great sense of fun. Yeah, I, I try to apply fun in everything I do. Um, that's what I think. Um People always say, you know, if you get a bit of money or if you do this with money, because we don't talk about money, as you know, it'll make you boring or you'll get you get full of yourself. I really don't. I think who you are as a person will be always who you are. But we we all need to have a plan for ourselves. And when we do get paid, we need to have actionable goals to put our money towards. Um, It's just such a game changer and a life changer for us all. Um, And I also think, you know, 
we go to work every day and a lot of us go to work and we're working so hard and we're selling our time for money. So when we don't manage it, it's almost like you're wasting your time. And I love that. We're selling our time for money. If you don't manage your money, you're wasting your time. You really are. And that is our biggest commodity. That really made me think of when I when I thought about it, it made me think of everything differently. You know, that time is my biggest commodity on this mm. earth. Santos, how uh, much did you manage to clear? I cleared 15,027 in one year. That's incredible. <laughs> Just by doing little things. Just by doing little things. Now, I was selling furniture and all out my house, you know. <laughs> um, like, I was on adverts and everything going, who wants this rocking chair? Sure, Louie, I'll just rock you myself, you know. Yeah. Who wants this? All the things that I splurged on, I just said, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to remove remove all the madness. But you're in, you're, you're in, a, you're in a happy place at, at the moment. Come here, I have to ask you. Yes. about your accent. Maybe the hint is in your Instagram name, the Caribbean dub. Yeah, I'm from the Caribbean. I'm from, you know what, Cork people now. I'm actually from a village in Montserrat, the Emerald Isle of the Caribbean, called Cork Hill Village. So, I I am from Cork. <laughs> <laughs> I am on this Kinsale and everything there. I'm from Cork. Montserrat's an amazing know. place, actually, because it's all Irish names out there. I, like my name, O'Gara. Like there you go. Now you know it's an Irish. It's an Irish name. Um, that's a whole a whole other history. But it's it's just brilliant. I love Cork. I do. I little really little do. birdie tells me you'd like to live here. Yes, I'm thinking, no, I'm not thinking the plan is in place for me to move down to Cork next year. um, But I'm just trying to spot a place. It could be next year, the year after. It depends on the children and their school and everything. Well, you know what? I'd love to to catch up again just to talk about Montserrat and the Irish (laughs) connection and the Caribbean dub and all of that. But for people, for the tips that you, the things that you learned, you've put into Instagram on the Caribbean dub. Yeah, the All Caribbean right. dub, I'll be here. It's a bit of a mad show, but come on along and let's get out of that together. Santa's take care of yourself. Thank you. Courts 96 FM.